0: Welcome to the Lent Report Live. On today's broadcast, local, is it just a gimmick? Pepsi's new contest, a really smart chef that happens to be a robot, and on the bullseye is Hot Pockets about to become hot again. Let's get started. So, Sally, you know, we've talked for years about what local is, whether it's down the block, whether it's, you know, in the same state, whether it's in the same country, whether it's on the planet. I mean, all those things. And now uh, the Guardian has a terrific article that really talks about the fact that people are more confused about local than ever before. Uh, One of the examples that they give, which I love, is that in Oakland, California, uh, they looked at a non dairy yogurt product that was marked local. And what they found, even though the company who makes the yogurt is located in San Francisco, The cashews that are in the yogurt come from Vietnam, more than 7,500 miles away, or the Ivory Coast, about 7,300 miles away. Um, What they also found is two-thirds of people perceive that local is more environmentally friendly. But according to experts, including an ex Whole Foods merchandiser, um, they say it's a scam. What do you think?
1: Yes Phil this can be very confusing for these two-thirds of com- consumers that you were talking about just now um, a lot of those consumers are interested in buying local foods because not only do they want to support their local economies but they also um, are interested in um, reducing carbon our carbon footprint and um, and see that as a way of buying in, in a more environmentally friendly manner um, however there is there isn't a uh, an agreement on what local means so that can be left up to the grocer and in some cases you know that can mean um, which is which is largely considered local by a lot of people that it is grown within a hundred miles of the facility but um, for some that is a local food is um, where it comes from at where their headquarters are located and not necessarily where the food was grown or made
0: and that's the problem and that's why we really need legislation um, this terrific article also talks about another example. Um, there's a Austin, Texas-based candy company, um, which is um, in Texas, but, and they call themselves local, but their chocolate comes from Guitard, which is based in California, and they source their cocoa from Ecuador, which is 2,500 miles away, and West Africa, which is 6,000 miles away. Um, So, you know, I think that if, in fact, we're going to rely on local being a good marketing term and we know it sells and we know it also sells for more expensive prices, we really need some legislation here uh, because otherwise I think that, you know, we're going to lose the allure of local. We're misleading consumers. We're misleading supermarket buyers. And it's just not fair.
1: Yes. And in the case that you just mentioned, you know, we also have um, what's called fair trade products. And so, you know, which chocolate has been known to be um, sourced from uh, fair trade uh, situations in other countries. And consumers can feel good about those because we are supporting those economies where there are um, food makers and growers that um, are living in situations where you know they they need the support um, of outside economies to keep their keep their agriculture system going.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like, um, I think I like. You can tell me if I do or not. Uh, Pepsi's new uh, program, um, they've teamed up with food reviewer Keith Lee um, on TikTok. Uh, he has, I think over twelve million followers on TikTok. And what it's about is the Pepsi Dig In program, which is um, designed to drive access, business growth, and awareness for Black-owned restaurants. And what they're now doing is they're reaching out to consumers to have submissions for its restaurant royalty program where you could um, win a lot of cool stuff, uh, matter of fact, and um, what you do is you go into diginshowlove.com com, um, or you can scan a code on the display in the restaurant itself um, you could win one of 10,001 one of 10,000 gift cards towards dining at your recommended restaurant um, as well as other you know really cool prizes that that Pepsi's doing and I really like this program uh, because it brings and it highlights these black-owned restaurants that people might not know, number one, are black-owned or might have a terrific cuisine that people are not familiar with. And one grand prize winner is going to get a trip for two to Las Vegas um, and tickets to the Super Bowl and a chance to dine at Pepsi Dig Inn Royal restaurant royalty residency at the MGM Resorts International. So are you going to sign up?
1: Absolutely. I think this is a fantastic program. And Keith Lee is a fantastic personality on TikTok. He's only twenty seven years old, and people are absolutely loving his discoveries of um of local mom and pop restaurants and and really amplifying their businesses. Um this program, you know, it it sets out to do that for these black owned restaurants. And in addition to what the consumers that sign up that what they can win, um, there will also be 10 restaurant royals that get a chance to get additional amplification across Pe- Pepsi jig. So they're gonna get um, they're gonna get programs to help them. they're gonna get expert consulting services and ways to um, build their businesses better.
0: And I think they also get a 10 grand uh, stipend from yes. from Pepsi, which is great. Well, good for Pepsi. Um, I, it's a great program that, you know, and typically we're critical of a lot of consumer, Programs, and we're going to be critical of one in a bit. Um, but this is, this is one of those programs that's well thought out, that's really going to make a difference. So, good for you, Pepsi. Um, let's talk a bit about technology. So, the researchers from the University of Cambridge have taken a robot and made the robot into a chef. And what's interesting about this is the chef, after watching the researchers actually making dishes, um, the AI that that's been utilized and probably some machine learning as well um, is actually able to emulate exactly what these human chefs did um, perfectly. So I guess one of the questions that I have for you um, is this the is this a solution for our labor shortage and fast food um, and not even fast food in, in other restaurants that we can train these robots and put them making our food?
1: That's a great question. And for some businesses, it may seem like a great solution. Um, I don't know how many consumers out there would like to have a robot making their food. In the case of this robot chef, this robot chef learned um, eight salad recipes and um, and then also was able to create a ninth recipe on its own from learning those eight recipes, which is incredible. Technology is incredible. And the things that um, we're doing with A.I., um can be very useful and and provide a lot of solutions. Uh, I, for one, would like a human to make my salad.
0: I don't know. I will take issue with that. I mean, when I look at food safety issues and I look at all those other problems, uh, I might want a robot to actually be making uh, my foods for me. Uh, who knows? Um, thanks, Sally. Storytelling with data was a smash hit at the 2023 CMA SEMA Conference, and our follow-up webinar last week drew hundreds of attendees. In this clip, Janine Kernoff of The Presentation Company shares a powerful statistic on why a good story makes data insights memorable and then details why it's then time to tell the story when we retreat into old, bad habits. Members who want to see... Janine's easy-to-use framework for data storytelling can view the entire webinar on demand in the CMA Resource Library. Here's what they had to say.
2: K.R. Perry was a franchisee of the Ben Franklin stores, and he he owned one of the store franchises and then learned how interesting it was to, to kind of cater to that category. But he had a bigger vision than just owning one or a couple franchise stores of the Ben Franklin chain. And uh, so he got together with his brother and and another gentleman, Brock, and they actually started what was K&K Toys, uh, grew that chain up to about 130 stores, then sold that to KB KB Toys, Uh, at the same time opened five and dime stores, which uh, he, through acquisition, then ultimately became Dollar Tree. Family Dollar started at the same time. Uh, uh, Leon Levine actually started the first store in 1959 as Family Dollar. His goal was to sell obviously items that were $2 or less uh, at a good value. Um, And so you can see there obviously the positioning, interesting how all three stores, the other little tidbit of Ben Franklin stores, Sam Walton was actually a franchise owner of ben franklin stores that's how he got into he was uh uh first as a store manager and then franchise owner and then uh, sold his franchise to start as we all know walmart (laughs) so interesting beginnings uh in the 70s and 90s you know i think we can all look back and you know for the cpgs on the line if you if you've been around in the space for that long you'll know that actually this channel uh expanded into um you know packaged goods but it wasn't uh it, it it wasn't really a channel that was a premier channel it was more like an off channel where they sent close to code dated product to get it out of the grocery stores and actually use this channel uh, to actually uh, be a diversion channel to get uh, cream of chicken soup for instance that was about to expire and get into a channel that they didn't want it sitting in the grocery store um, and uh, not that they were selling unsafe product it was just obviously it could have been a little lacking in taste because it was getting close to code date
0: On today's Bullseye, can you remember when Hot Pockets hit the supermarket shelves back in 1983? It really was an innovation, a packaging sleeve and reformulated dough that would make a calzone-like sandwich crispy and microwavable. At the height of its success, the brand had 50 varieties of Hot Pockets, and sales exceeded $2 billion a year. Now, there's no doubt that the cult following of the brand has fallen to where Its lowest point sales was just in the millions, and the brand went through a number of recalls. So, marketing to the rescue? Well, maybe. The new Hot Pocket Sweepstakes is centered around the 30th anniversary of the Magic the Gathering card game. Here's what shoppers have to do. Collect all five of the limited edition Magic boxes, then upload a photo of all five boxes and your supermarket receipt till September 30th, 2023. And get ready for this one lucky, maybe, person will win 30 years worth of Hot Pockets. Seriously? 30 years of Hot Pockets? I'm not even sure the brand will still be around in 30 years, based on what's been going on the past decade or so. I'm only hoping that they're sending the winner the case every month or so. The good news is that there are a lot of winners who will receive codes to redeem magic rewards. This promotion is off target. When Nestle bought Hot Pockets, They tried and blamed just about everything, from reformulating to healthier recipes to blaming the reduction in SNAP benefits on their lackluster sales. The promotion is not going to fix anything. If Hot Pockets is to stay alive, it needs a complete makeover, not gimmicks. The good news is that during the height of the pandemic, Hot Pockets actually increased their sales. It was part nostalgia, part availability, part comfort food, and maybe part ballot boredom? It's time to relook at the potential hot pocket consumer and hone in on satisfying their taste, price, and convenience needs. The LEMPA Report is all about inspiring ideas, making our industry think, and challenging each other. Let's think about being the shopper and how we can bring our supermarkets and our restaurants closer to meet their needs. I hope you'll come back to join us on next week's installment of The LEMPA Report Live, when we focus on the biggest and best insights and the things that really matter. Visit us at supermarketguru.com all week for the latest marketing analysis, issues, and trends. And don't forget to join us back here next Monday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern for more.